Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The East Ends are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have a strange occurrence in a graveyard. So, uh, a strange occurrence in a graveyard is by Red Nova Tyrant on creepus.wiki. And before we dive into the rundown and our uh, Actual thoughts and grammar inquisition, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, let's do our initial re- recommendations. I'm gonna partially recommend this one. Uh, I'm going to not recommend this one. Okay. I'm going to recommend this one. What is happening this I year? Don't know. I think this is the exact same thing we said last time, too. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm on the fence. <laughs> Um, but let's, uh, let's dive into the story and find out why. So, uh, starting with the rundown, Nair, cause we never get his name or her name, uh, is a student of St. Francis Xavier's university for gifted youngsters. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's, it's, it's just the name is like, it's poisoned now because of pop culture. <laughs> um, no, uh, they're a student of St. Francis Xavier university in Antigonish, uh, Nova Scotia. Uh, for fun, Nair and their friend R, which is an alias, obviously, go on night walks around town, just shooting the shit and hanging out and such. Because there's nothing else to do in town other than go to a bar. So they like to go out at night and walk and talk. Um, one night they decide to go to the graveyard near campus where Nair has a great uncle buried. Um, it's January, so there's ice and snow but the duo make it to the cemetery it's bright enough this night for them to look around and after working up the nerve to actually go into the cemetery they start searching around the grave for the grave slipping and falling a little uh and getting weirded out by a few by a few sounds and uh a cleanly stripped bone they discover in the middle of like one of the paths uh, they decide to speed things along to get out of here faster and split up to search. Let's split up, gang. <laughs> um, as Nair finds his un- his great uncle's grave, R finds something else. Uh, R calls out in a panic and takes Nair to a freshly dug up grave where the coffin has been ripped open and the body is half eaten. Uh, as they proceed to promptly nope away from that situation um nair does eventually like look back uh, while they're running to see a humanoid form in a loincloth uh come into view up the hill from where they were in the darkness uh fortunately for the pair the the man didn't follow them out of the graveyard and they made it back to the college safely finn so with that out of the way let's move on to Everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Uh, I've got I've got two. I took one picture of the cemetery later when we were climbing up the road, but it does not include the shrine or the crucifix. And 
I ain't going back for another picture. So the last period where it says, but it does not include the shrine or the crucifix. And I ain't going back for another picture. This is probably going to end up in, in Mikey's conjunction judgment. But um, I, I actually looked at this uh, this part here, and I think that that period could easily just have been in, like an ellipses. That way it would have suggested some kind of like foreshadowing to the tone. Yeah. Like there's like um but it, uh, like like talking about the, the the photo and like how but it doesn't show the shrine or the crucifix I and mean, like there is a photo in the in the image or in the in the story that we get um but there's like dot 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 and i ain't going back to that to, to further picture you know which, which makes it seem like when he's writing it he's thinking back to what happened he's like yeah i'm not going back there <laughs> yeah and then that entices the reader it's like oh why like are, you're gonna tell us right <laughs> mm-hmm. like with the rest of the story so yeah um, yeah, the ellipses would have fixed that entire period problem there. Um, and then to the last one here I have. I could vaguely remember the general location of my great uncle's grave. Enough to know that it wasn't right at the front of the cemetery, but somewhere at least on top of the hill. I don't think the at least needs to be there. Like, it could have easily just said, um, uh, uh, enough to know that it wasn't right at the front of the cemetery, but somewhere on top of the hill. Like mm-hmm. the, but somewhere at least on top of the hill. Like just it just kind of didn't jive with me. Yeah, when I was reading, fair. it was like it seemed weird. Mm. Also, maybe at the beginning of that sentence, like it's like uh, I could vaguely remember the general location of my uncle's graveyard enough to. Uh, maybe it's just like I could only vaguely remember the general location like maybe add an only in there just because like that this one might be a little bit of a nitpick but it just seemed like it's like i can i could vaguely remember the general location of my great uncle's grave enough to know that it wasn't right at the front of the cemetery blah blah blah. it's like i don't know i just it felt like there's something missing in there (laughs) to me yeah i could take that part or leave it but the first part you brought up i do agree with you so the removal of at least yeah okay all right, that's fair. Uh, and then with that, I'm done with my grammar inquisitions. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. I have a conjunction junction. Weird. <laughs> it's almost like I foreshadowed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But it's still a fun town to wander around at night. It's not something we do every single day. But it's more often than not that we just get bored hanging around his apartment. After three years, Halo Night tends to lose its luster. So we walk. So I asked R if he wanted to go and try to find my great uncle's grave. But then we realized it was a combination of night lights on the graves and the reflection of other light sources as we got closer that made them appear to move and i ain't going back for another picture it was an odd laugh not a natural one but disjointed almost like someone just saying the words, ha, ha. It was a common thing on campus during the spring and fall. 
random days where the whole campus smelled like cow pies. So we aimlessly wandered around looking for my family name on one of the epitaphs. It had no meat on it, no blood splatter. It was simply stripped clean. It was pretty creepy to just find a bone lying in the middle of the graveyard like that, but the whole area was surrounded by forest, so it was more likely the remains of some feral cat or dog's dinner. It was over on the right-hand side of the cemetery. I could tell thanks to the approaching crucifix. Or the blood-stained snow. It was an absolute mess, the whole thing. And by how fresh the pile of soil was, we could only assume that whatever had done this, man or beast, was still nearby. Finn. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that one, the one part that caught me was, uh, it's like, I could figure out where I was based on like the crucifix or the blood, the blood stained snow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the two landmarks of the cemetery. <laughs> when you were describing all that, too, they were saying like they're looking around the cemetery for the epitaph, like the gravestone or whatever. But when they found it, it was stripped clean of all the yeah. flesh. So, like in this universe, all of the gravestones are made of meat. Oh God, it's bone <laughs> bone stones or, or tomb yeah. bones. Well, they live in a meatscape at this point. Probably. Like, oh so God, is it, is it everywhere? <laughs> oh God, oh Lord. Uh, also, also before the epitaph thing came up, I was like, are they just walking around this like a uh, a uh, a farmer's field? <laughs> Yeah, like it smells like cow pies. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but for those unaware, uh, Mikey does these uh, little strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like "it sends or buts," because there's always better words to use. Yes, it's way too easy of a trap to fall into when writing. Mm-hmm. Everybody does it. We get it. Yeah. Yeah, we're not trying to. We're not. We're not centering out one person. We're centering out the the problem as a whole. <laughs> it's just a fun way to highlight all the sentences that do that instead of just listing them plainly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get really funny, like out of context things out. Like it came at them at full force. It was a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> that was the <laughs> like the birth of that was that. <laughs> that was literally the progenitors like uh, episode for that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess that'll do it for Mikey uh, for Grammar Acquisition. So, uh, Gamer. Okay. I'm not the biggest on parties and drinking super hard. A shot with friends once in a while isn't so bad. So, there's not much for one to do in town since the only places of interest that aren't another friend's room to hang out in are bars. So, the whole thing is a little long, partially because of the cut-ins mm-hmm. and extra info, which are yeah. two different formats also. The first one is done with round brackets, and the second one is like dashed out in between. Yep. Yep. So I suggest breaking this up a bit, or an, or if you want to keep the um, the formatting, sorry, if you want to keep the the extra bits that are being how do you how do you actually describe that? 
like the, when it's like bracketed out and it's saying something different. It's like a but, uh, when you want to leave in the like, the the extra asides or yeah, like aside, the uh, yeah. the commentary. Yeah, if you're going to be doing yeah. asides, keep the formatting the same throughout the whole piece. Yeah, because especially when it's in the same sentence. Uh, cause like the bracketing part is actually a legit like type of formatting for like that kind of thing, but like yeah. they have brackets and then that as well yeah. the same thing. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. You, you got to commit to your format. Um, yeah. So either commit to that format or just remove the bracketed sections entirely because they don't really add a whole lot in this sentence, to be honest. Cause mm-hmm. like removing them, it would sound like, like yes. I'm not the biggest on parties and drinking super hard, comma, but there's not much for one to do in town since the only places of interest are bars. Because that's the long short of what is being said in this. The yeah. fact that he takes a shot with friends once in a while is kind of implied by saying that he's not the biggest of parties and drinking super hard, which means he will drink it. And the, they're, the only places of interest being bars, like, yeah, of course, that's what it's saying, but it's it's kind of implied that you wouldn't hate going to your friend's house either, you know? Yeah. Because why would you? It's not like th- literally the only place you ever want to go is bars. So, yeah. yeah, both those parts are kind of implied, not necessary, and make it a little longer. Yeah, it's it's also, yeah, like, I, I can't get what you're saying. I think what you're saying is, like, as, uh, the, honestly, I, I definitely agree with your sentence, your, your restructuring of that sentence, because, like, yeah, like, it's getting to the point. It gets to the point. Like, yeah. and uh, all the other stuff is kind of superfluous or like fluff in a way. Yeah. And there's one later on. Actually, did I make a note of it? I don't think I did. There's one later on where there is a um, an aside, and I am all for it because it adds something new. I should have taken a note of it. Where to go? <laughs> Let's see if I can just do a control F or a bracket. Hell yeah. Um, is it the Halo Night one? Is there another one? Yeah, well, the the Halo Night one that follows after is pretty good too. Like, I don't have a problem with that because it's saying you get bored hanging around in his apartment, and then you give a little bit of context as to why it's boring. Because they basically just play Halo, and after three years, that's getting old. Yeah, it actually adds. Which... And then later on, it's saying like he finds the um, gravestone, and here's a picture of it. And then there's an aside saying, I've hidden the name and the de- dates for my own uh, anonymity. Yeah. So, like, that makes sense that he would put that in because it explains the picture. So, those yeah, two instances yeah. are good. Just the first one seemed off to me. Yeah. <clears throat> but I shall move on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pictures. Yeah. The, um, the first one that we get. All right. Blanket statement, actually. Pictures in general, I like them all. That being said, this first picture, the location of it, I feel like could be placed a lot better. Because in this section, where the picture is of just the... Um, cemetery. Yeah, just a shot of the cemetery, a generalized kind of picture. It's put next to like when they just first mention it. I feel like it should be two or three paragraphs down when they actually enter the graveyard. Because as soon as you yeah. enter, you have a visual. Mm-hmm. Also, um, yeah, like right below, like uh, the the paragraph that says uh, or that ends with, um, and I ain't going back for another picture. Like it talks about that one. I think that would might have been like the best spot for it. Or do you think? Yes, it, exactly. you think it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Because yeah, I put 
two paragraphs down that is two paragraphs down <laughs> yeah well yeah i just looked down two paragraphs i was like oh no that's perfect right there <laughs> yeah and then speaking of pictures i had an issue with the bone it picture because uh i was reading this on mobile and the bone picture actually shows up before it's even mentioned in the story oh, yeah really oh yeah that's that's unfortunate i mean that might be an well that might just be a formatting issue with the website but yeah yeah how does it change the formatting so much just on mobile i'm curious yeah well because well because there is like a different form like they there is like um it's just a way like the 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 browser app on phones sometimes skews um uh a website yeah because on the computer i can make my window as small as possible but it's not moving the pictures around but i I guess for mobile it's different yeah 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 there's a lot more like like it it tends to like um push them either like between like paragraphs or like not to the side sometimes so i wonder if like in some previous um episodes we've done we've complained about the position and location of of images i wonder if that's because they're meant to be viewed on mobile and Maybe. on mobile, they'll be where we actually want them to be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe where the, I don't know. Um, where the writer intended them to be. Rather. I guess we'll have to start like now, like checking, um, checking the app, um, uh, or checking the the website on our on our phones to see like if the uh, the photos change positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there's like a discrepancy, like yeah. I feel like it should be somewhere else, and yeah. I mean, I also have an issue with the the bone photo, but like I'll get to that in my notes. Otherwise, I like the photos. Like otherwise, the photos are great. But yeah, there's I, there's one I thing like with that the, the actual pictures are like we're talking about it here, anyways. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like that the pictures are done, as in like dude went out and like with props and yeah. took pictures specifically for the story instead of finding yeah, this... stock stuff. Yeah, like they actually like this is cl- like. I I have a very strong feeling that this person is actually like lives or or spent time in uh, Antigonish. Yeah. So I hope that I'm saying that right. I I meant to like Probably check to not. see if like how you say yeah because like I mean it's it's a Canadian name but like it's also like it, it it could be like some other way of saying it like how Newfoundland isn't Newfoundland or Newfoundland it's Newfoundland <laughs> like that's how you properly say that. <laughs> oh, really. That's how that's how that's how they uh, like how like the native uh like Newf- Newfies like say it like it's oh, okay if, if uh, how the islanders say it it's uh it's uh Newfoundland we're not like Newfoundland or or Newfoundland so mm-hmm. but well, um I shall move yeah. on <laughs> yes I'm surprised um neither of you got this I'm wondering if I'm just reading this wrong because this seemed pretty obvious to me. <clears throat> As we approached it, though, I stopped dead in my tracks as I heard a ha-ha in the distant. Oh. <laughs> it says distant instead did of I, distance. Did I? Yeah, I, I must have typed on eased over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got one! We got one! Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Grammar Janine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a, um, actually, is this the one you talked about with the ellipses? Um, yes. Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say what I'm talking about yet. I'm sorry. Are you, can you see through my eyes what I'm looking at? <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> at your eyes. Damn it. Downside of being a robot. Um, 
it's the part with the bloodstained snow where it's like but then I noticed the bones scattered about period or the bloodstained snow period. No, that's not the one I meant. Okay, well either way, I feel like that one <laughs> yeah. should be lipsy death because yeah. for the same purpose. I'll read the sentence proper though. At first, I thought he was just showing me a grave in progress, but that was before I noticed the bones scattered about period or the bloodstained snow is how it's written. But I feel like it should be the bones scattered about lipsies and the bloodstained snow. Yeah. Also, the way you kept saying bone scattered is like bone scattered, ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, um, quick note on this, just because I don't have one down there. Um, would there be blood in this situation at all? Oh, from a rotting body? Don't they drain the body and such? Like I've seen the yeah. I've also I've also watched uh, the Phantasm movies, which actually deal a lot with like prepping a body and stuff. Um, and like I've also seen like some shows on like true crime stuff, and like when it comes to like coroners and such. So yeah, no, yeah, they definitely drain the bodies before they uh, and, and fill them with like formaldehyde or some kind of like solution, embalming fluid or whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, an embalming fluid of some kind. Um, so yeah, those bodies are definitely. Uh, unless it was like an older type of body, like yeah, the, generally the body is drained of blood before it goes into the into the grave. Also, well, this being said as well, like yeah, they put other stuff in it, but it may be tinted red just from it being in the body. Like I don't know. Oh, that, yeah. When it comes out, it still yeah. might be a reddish tone. So to yeah. someone that to a um a college kid who's just seeing this, it might still look like blood, especially on white snow, which will pick up the yeah. color really easily. Well, yeah. Also, I was going to say like, unless it has some kind of like anti-freezing solution, like this is January, mind you, it's a bit of mild January, according to Nair. So like, it's also the, buried in the snow. It was also, well, it was, well, and that even adds up then even further because like generally, Oh, well, yeah. Cause like it's, it'd be like a cooler, like, a cooler temperature down there as well but like would there actually be liquid blood <laughs> or liquid liquid fluid of some kind or would it be like icy or like slushy or something like that yeah like it might be like a slushy yeah 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 but yeah you 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 definitely point out it's like yeah there there may not be uh, that might not be the bl- now uh maybe what what they're seeing isn't the blood from the corpse but the blood from the uh from the grave uh the 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 graveyard caretaker <laughs> who's been murdered <laughs> oh perhaps like maybe that's where the blood is all from is like maybe that's like actually maybe it's actually a fresh kill like somebody like like uh uh it could even be somebody who's like just coming to mourn one of their one of their, their loved ones at the grave and they they they, they showed up a couple of hours too er, too late <laughs> or, or uh, sorry a couple of hours too early uh and like our our protagonists here have shown up at the right time whereas they showed up at the wrong time <laughs> and that dead person's body is just elsewhere or eaten at this point yeah perhaps probably not <laughs> yeah probably not. it's probably it's it is probably a uh this might be a case of just like not like so like we're we're also dissecting this a little bit more like we're being a little bit more hypercritical but like yeah, yeah that that's not how bodies like dead bodies generally work when when they're when they're already in the ground yeah. <laughs> like even if it's a fresh one yeah mm-hmm. which is not because it says rotting yeah yes i will continue to my last one mm-hmm. as we jogged 
I took a look behind us, paranoid that whatever had dug up the grave was following us. I was right to be paranoid, but I wish I'd never looked. Standing there on the side of the cemetery road, I was able to discern the shadowy movements of a man in loincloth. That should be in a, a loincloth, but either way. No, I can take it or leave it. Like, man in loincloth, like... It sounds a little caveman-y. It's, uh, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little caveman-y, but other, it's a little caveman-y, but it's like, I don't know, like, I could also, like, I'd, 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 I'd be fine with it as is. Okay, well, either way, that's not yeah. even yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, here. yeah, I know. I just noticed that in reading. Um, yeah. Unfolding himself from laying on top of Jesus before climbing down the crucifix. So, I kind of wish earlier it was said that there was a statue of Jesus on the crucifix, because I initially mm-hmm. imagined it just as the crucifix. That yeah. Being yep, said, though, that <laughs> yeah. being said, though, if it was just a crucifix, it would have been described as a cross. I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's on me. But how did you guys see it originally when it said crucifix? I did actually see it as like a very large but ornate, just like a cruci- uh, like a cross, like. And then when I realized, like he's like like unfolding off the off of Jesus on the crucifix. Oh, so I guess yeah. There's like my my image changed to like include Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. So what about you, yeah. Mikey? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jesus, I think Jesus I just want... relate. <laughs> uh, late. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're all in the same boat here. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Also, like. How the fuck did they not see this like lounging form on the top of that crucifix? He wasn't necessarily there the entire time. That's true. Yeah. Although I'd like to like think that like maybe he was like like geckos like uh, like slinking behind the crucifix, like like kind of like putting his like hand his limbs out so like he he was hidden behind He's the cross. Mimicking the Jesus pose. <laughs> yeah. On the exactly. back. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like, what he was doing. Uh, yeah. Or. The, oh. the creature could be the Jesus on the crucifix, that, but it's actually just, uh, you know, the regular cross. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. That would have been so good if it like they had, like they we had had that detail at the beginning. where like, oh, like the, the a, cru- a large crucifix complete with the Jesus like on it and such. And then like that's when he realizes that the, that it's actually like the Jesus on the cro- on that crucifix like as it unfolds off the cross that's when he realized that wasn't a statue of Jesus that was a strange man in a loincloth which is usually how Jesus is portrayed on the cross actually yeah. now I think about it it's that like would have been really cool. <laughs> so this is how to rule Jesus looked, especially if it still looked like a statue you know, it's they just, just encountered an animated statue. Oh God! Like yeah, or it's like they just encountered Jesus, ghoul Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yep. <laughs> he died for your sins. Now you're gonna die for his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, um. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up with this is um, the amount of detail that they bring up when they see the, the man. Because yeah. when I first read this, I assumed they just kind of looked over his shoulder for a second, and that's it. Um, yet he was able to see that it was a guy in a loincloth in the middle of the night in a graveyard with no lights. Yeah, well, there it is. I mean, based on the images, we, the photo I'm we do get of the light. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, it it definitely suffers from that, that trope in Creepbosses where, like, 
we get like instant recognition from like a single flash of like vision of, of sight. <laughs> well, my point is when I first saw it, I imagined he like they have phone lights. They're using that to look around. So he would be yeah. holding the phone light in front of him and just looking over his shoulder as he's running away into the darkness, but able to see that detail. Yeah. Which actually may have not been what actually happened though. What he probably did was he turned and pointed the flashlight at him. At which yeah. point you would be able to see that, like the color difference, like uh, difference between his loincloth and his skin, you'd be able to tell it's just a guy. Yeah, maybe I think what would have been better if it had met, actually brought up that like he stopped and turned around with the with the light to to show the creature the the person and was like kind of just like dot like dumbstruck by it, and then it took R to like dude, come on, let's go, <laughs> like just like call like calling back to him to like snap him out of it to like start running again. Yeah, that works. Like that, that way we it wouldn't have the like I, I looked back for a, for a, for a moment and what I saw is seared into my mind. Let me show you tell me let me give you an exact three paragraph description of the creature. Do that. It said it's no, a dude I know. With loincloth is all we got. But it's still not, like it, I'm, it's not like, incredible detail. It's a guy in a loincloth. You would easily be able to tell that in a split second look. That is not what I'm getting at here. Okay, what I'm getting fine. at I'll here apologize. is it's in the middle of the night. It's dark out, mm-hmm. and unless you specifically mm-hmm. say you're pointing the light at him, I'm going to assume you're just looking in the darkness because you are concerned about running away right now. Okay, So, two corrections I have is are these. As we jogged, I took a look behind us. Por- paranoid that whatever had dug up the grave was following us. I was right to be paranoid, but I wish I never pointed my light at him. So that says he looked behind and also pointed the light. Or you bring the, the light up closer to the front, like this. As we jogged, I took a look behind us, pointing my light. Paranoid that whatever I dug up the grave was following us. I was right to be paranoid, but I wish I never looked. Either way, if you mention that you're pointing the light, then that gives us a reason as to why you have some detail, instead of it just being a black silhouette that's chasing you. Yeah. That's the end of my grammar. Okay. Uh, then on to Astrolots, then. Uh, I'm a student at St. Francis Xavier's University in Antigonish, Nova, uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. Connective tissue time. <laughs> I selected this story because I saw it was a suggestion when we were doing uh, tending to the graveyard. Like it popped up at the bottom of the of that story's like uh, entry on creepos.wiki. Not knowing it was set in Canada. And this episode is going up the week after Canada Day. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Like I, I, I checked I checked it like I was like, wait, when's this episode going up? It's like it's going up July 6th. When's Canada Day? July 1st. Oh, that's technically the Saturday be- it's the we're uh, Canada is technically like the Saturday after this or be- the Saturday before this episode gets launched. But like I was like, huh. There you go. Fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and also, of course, because we got like an exact location and like uh like geographic locations as well. I had to Google map it. It's a real place. Like mm-hmm. Antigonish, St. Francis Xavier University, the cemetery, like it's all there on Google Maps. Nice. Um and like it's a it's a nice scenic looking place. It's also like that area around Antigonish has like a lot of really weird and interesting names to like places. So yeah it was a it was a neat little like thing just like kind of Google map over that area. Um, and then 
another bit of connective tissue, um, starting with this quote here. But it's still a fun town to wander around at night. One of my friends, I'll call him R, and I have been all over the area. We've walked all we've walked along the old highway, the new highway, road tracks, through the local park, just across campus. And this is in regards to their like night walks and stuff. And I'm just like, wow. This was us, like Mikey and I and a bunch of our friends, like a few years back when we would just shoot the shit and walk and talk around our local town at night. Like sometimes like four hours on end, like from like one to like three o'clock in the morning. Um, and like we had a lot of really fond memories back then of that. And it's just like. So I could so, so like think of that thing back on that and like while reading this, I was like, I was really easy for me to like familiarize with this character's initial setup, like what what they do and like how I kind of like really connect with them and like connect with their the whole situation. Mm. So again, just like connective tissues, man. It's it's the year of connective tissues. But I'll move on to the next thing I have. Last night while we we're uh Last night, while we were messing around in the park at around 1 a.m., I made the suggestion. I made a suggestion behind. <laughs> I made a suggestion behind our campus and across the highway. There's an old and large graveyard on a wide hill called Saint Ninian's Cemetery. You could even see. Uh, you could even see it from the Student Union Building. Now, I had been told. <clears throat> now, I had been there as a child when my mom wanted to go find the grave of her uncle, but I barely remembered the experience. So I asked R if he wanted to go and try to find my great uncle's grave. He said, hell yeah. And we were on our way back across town. This is but one example that I have in the story. Um, and between this, uh, between, between those, these examples and, the photos that we get on site, like when, like where they're taking pictures of like the cemetery, like in the photos we get as a whole throughout the story, this story def, like I said this earlier, this story definitely gives me a sense that the writer is writing what they know. Yeah. And it, it shows throughout the story. Like we get a sense of like regional awareness that you could only really get if you, if the writer was at, was there, was like at that place. Yes. Um, like I, I, I actually was able to scroll down, like go into street view to like St. Ninian cemetery and see the location that mind you in like a, a, a more like seasonal, a warmer season. Like that's where like street, when street view was taking pictures and stuff, but like you can see like the, 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 the hill with the, the, the path of the, where the trees are kind of like, uh, are on either side of it going up the hill. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Uh, if you, from a simple like just like top view like Google Maps thing, you can see like where the where the cemetery is across the old highway from the university and such. So, um, yeah, it just it made the story feel a lot more like a realistic like it, it grounded in 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 reality for me. Like mm -hmm. the the fact that this person like it, it clearly feels like this person was like is actually like either from or in Antigonish. So. Um, I was all for that, like kind yeah. of immersion level. Yes, yeah, the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then we get this thing here. The sky was cloudy, so the night was fairly bright. 
So at, at first I was confused by this because like usually the clearer the night is, the brighter it is. But that's mostly during the summer holidays. And then it brings up that it's January. And it's like colder, the, the winter months. And when I when I when I rethought about it, I was like, no, no, this actually makes sense. Cause like I know when I when I'm in like the, in a in a in a town nearby and some of that at night in winter, because of if it's cloudy over, it tends to be a little bit brighter um because of all the, the light pollution bouncing off the clouds and coming back down, even in like the darker parts of town, like it is, it tends to be, it tends to have some, um, uh, low light ambient, um, like, uh, vi- of, uh, like visibility because of like light pollution from like nearby, like from the nearby town or like the buildings and such. Mm-hmm. So I, I originally I was going to kind of like, I was like, well, I mean, actually technically like, shouldn't this be like the sky was cloudy, uh, or, or despite the cl- uh, sky being cloudy, uh, the night was fairly bright. Like, but like no, that actually makes sense because like that's not that 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 is actually in fact how light pollution works. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and it's entirely uh, possible that I wonder if he went on site like during a specific day that he wanted the the kind of vibe to be and sat down and wrote the way it looked in real life. Yeah, or they could have he could have like taken the pictures like gone out there like or like written the story gone out there. Um, and gotten like waited for like a for a particularly cloudy day and just taking the pictures for his story. Yes. Like cuz he probably I imagine like this like again this is speculation. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh hell if if uh if the writer if the author reads uh, hears this and wants to like confirm or anything like that. Um like I'm I'm imagining they're from the call from that university. They're actually from that university and they see that graveyard it's like oh man it would be really cool to like write a creep pasta based off of like from there. Mm-hmm. Um like I and then they just went across the road or across the highway to the graveyard at night during the winter and took some photos for their to to amplify their story. Yep. So just kind of adding on to the whole like the immersion level and like the right what you know sort of vibe this story seemed to give. Uh, but I'll I'll move on to the next thing I have here. R fell on his ass instantly due to the incline and massive amounts of ice all over the dirt path. I nearly followed suit, so we tried to walk on the side without stepping on any graves. Ah, a common tactic among us winter walkers. Trudge through the side snow if the path is icy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like it's a common, common occurrence and a common uh, tactic uh, when we when you live up in the great white north. (laughs) So it's just just going in the trudge through the snow to to avoid slipping and sliding. But uh, my so next you thing get here, snow in your boots, or you get a broken pelvis. You choose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or worse. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next thing I have here, though, what I found instead was this: a bone. After exclaiming in surprise, I called R over for him to take a look. For him to take a look, he was also intrigued by the find. It had no meat on it, no blood splatter. It was simply stripped clean. It was pretty creepy to fu- to just find a bone lying in the middle of the graveyard like that. But the whole area was surrounded by forests, so it was more likely the remains of some feral cat or dog's dinner. So I like this, except I kind of wish they had elaborated in the story itself about the size of the bone. Yes, we do get a photo of the bone, 
But even that photo, when I was like looking at it, I was like trying, like I was like taking a look. It's like it. It's there's no banana I, for scale. I get exactly. It. Or yeah. even, like I'd, I'd even allow. I'd like if, they, <laughs> if we had like a picture of their like their foot like for scale, like yes. I'd be fine with that. Like that would make it better because as it is, like that could easily be like a chicken bone and that little and that like that's probably like the 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 groove that it's like over top of could is probably like um like a, a a car tire like track or something like that but it could easily be like just like a groove of like where like uh how like when water like flows through like ice and like when it's melting yeah so it could easily be a chicken bone and and that so like it there's nothing in that photo to really tell you the the actual scale of that bone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i i just kind of wish the story itself had actually given us like a proper size of the bone to like delineate that yes or to confirm and clarify that yes this is actually a human bone <laughs> but that's the other thing too would or, that break immersion a little bit because the character would be specifically trying to prove to the reader on his first picture the size of it instead of just being i found a bone okay moving on you know no, it's no, kind I, of, I, like if you were in this situation would you specifically try to have size relation stuff beside it I mean, like you could eat, you could still, you like, you could still do it in storytelling where like maybe like not the entire boot, but like part of the boot is, is shown in the picture. Cause as it is, it's just, there's like a leaf, I think off like in the corner or some grass or something like off in the corner, like next to the ice, like up in the top, right. Whatever that is. But like, that's not enough. Like I, even like a boot, like, like the top, like the side of a boot or the tip of a boot at the bottom would have made more sense to like, would have given us a proper scale of the bone. Yeah, what would work? Um, like the yeah. boot for sure, but not necessarily his because he's there with someone else. So just have it like he took this quick picture, but he got his buddy's boot in the, in the picture because he's not trying to frame up a specific picture to hang on a wall. He's just clipping a picture quick, right? Yeah, exactly. But that would accidentally also put in reference. Yeah. Or um, if it was near, if the if the, the bone was next, to, it was on the ice, but next to the snow, you could even have footprints. Thus giving us a yep. scale thing. Um, yeah, it just it doesn't have to be like exact, like, oh my god, it was exactly like 15, 12, 12 centimeters. <laughs> like, just like it was a large bone. <laughs> like that, even a large bone in the story itself would have given me like, okay, so this isn't just simply a chicken bone or like an, a small animal bone. This is a large bone, probably so which is insinuating in the story, it's probably a human bone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was my little pet peeve about the the photos. Like I like the photos, but like that one and like this part specifically with the bone. I wish we'd spec we had some kind of like a little bit more clarification on how what the size of the bone was. But um, I will uh, I will take a step away from the nitpick nook, <laughs> and and go to the next thing here, uh, which is actually at the end of the story. Uh, I was right to be paranoid, but I wish I had never looked. Standing there on the side of the cemetery road, I was able to discern the shadowy movements of a man in a loincloth or in loincloth. You know what? I retract my statement. It should be in a, in a loincloth. Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, type, I'm typoneasing over it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of a man in a loincloth unfolding himself from lying on top of Jesus uh, before climbing down the crucifix. I kept my scream inside and whispered two words to r fucking run i wouldn't look uh, i wouldn't let him look back uh (laughs) i wouldn't let him look behind us as we sprinted out of saint ninian's 
cemetery and across the double lane highway to safety. So looks like a New England ghoul has decided to move up north. <laughs> uh, and, you know, like the story is really short. Like this is it. That's like it's it's like barely three. It clocks in at like three pages. Um, and the encounter is definitely just one of those strange encounter type stories, like um, the kind that you see on YouTube, like where like that usually accompanies like a uh, a video of somebody walking through a graveyard and they think they see some weird humanoid and then they run. Like I mean, based on the title, yes, it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, strange occurrence. So yeah, it's a very simple, very common like it's it's a very like um uh very simple but like also very common in 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 our world in our real world it's a very familiar type of like strange encounter sort of story that we always hear on on youtube or on um uh like paranormal activity sort of like jer- like blogs or journals or what have you um but it would be a good seed idea i think for a call of cthulhu or delta green game Though, I could, I guess in this case it would be M Epic since that's the Canadian version of Delta Green investigating paranormal or mythos situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be, and it would be pretty simple. Uh, it would be a pretty simple ghoul hunt sort of game if you didn't add anything extra to the story. Um, but at least this story kind of like gives you enough like content to kind of get the ball rolling, like for like inspiration. Yeah. Um. As for the outcome of the story itself, I kind of wish we had gotten a little bit more. Like, this could have gone a little bit farther with Nair and R. Perhaps, like, even though they 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 that night they were they were they thought they were safe because they were back at the campus and they didn't get followed initially. But then we could have had like another extension on the story where like they're being followed or they're being um, stalked at uh, on campus now at night by this mysterious ghoulish man. Hell, maybe it turns out that this is actually the, the ghoul or revenant of Nair's great uncle. Like give, give us even that more, like a little bit more of that kind of complexity to the story. So if his uh, grave was actually disturbed. Yeah. Or like maybe, maybe he just digs, but uh, yeah, this is obviously something like maybe like it burrows. His his uncle like Bugs Bunny did. Yeah. He was like (laughs) digging underground. He popped up somewhere else. Well, that's what ghouls do. Like ghouls in in Lovecraft and, and like Delta Green and stuff. Like they they're bur- they burrow through and like so they you never you don't actually see them. Uh, like you 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 see you can sometimes see their like their tunnel systems and stuff like that. But like it's mostly underground, so you rarely ever see with it how they move around. So, but yeah, um, I just thought, like yeah, like the story is pretty the 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 story is pretty short and it's a pretty simple like strange encounter sort of story it's very relatable. It's very like realistic in terms of that kind of thing. I'm not saying those are real <laughs> most of the time. Cause most of the time those, lo- those are clearly hoaxes, but it it's definitely like fits the bill for like that kind of like, I don't know. Like, I guess like comfort food, kind of like strange encounter. Like it's, it's very like, for me, it's very like, Oh, I, I feel at home reading the story. Cause it's like, it's very familial, mm. but um there's not a whole lot here otherwise because it's pretty short like and the characters like they nope out and they never see this creature again as far as we know because there's no like extra bit to it so yeah this is an unintentional nope november episode yeah basically (laughs) it's hard to find specific nope stories unless you read the whole story you know (laughs) yeah but uh that is that's honestly it for me for uh for actual thoughts so mikey these stands for evil okay 
So my first actual thought here is as we approached it, though, I stopped dead in my tracks as I heard a ha ha in the distant. It was an odd laugh, not a natural one, but disjointed, almost like someone just saying the words ha ha. And like, uh, it's just a crow or bird. <laughs> like, that there's nothing really scary about this. I didn't think okay. about it like it was a bird. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? I, <laughs> yeah. I, I never even considered that it could have just been a bird calling. Because yeah. the way it described it, I imagined it to sound like this Ha, ha. Like a human clearly saying. Is the but it could be I more like, imagine. ha, ha. Like yeah. a crow, like a crow or some kind of like large, yeah, like a large night bird or something like that. I mean, yeah, like honestly, these it, it really the story kind of just seems like the these kids uh spooked themselves <laughs> be, like before they even got into the cemetery. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Like they saw the they thought they saw some lights in the in the cemetery, but then they realized, oh no, that's just like light like lights from like the from like a street light on the other side of the, the cemetery. Um, just kind of like reflecting between like tombstones as they're moving. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just saw that as a a bird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Um, and then, uh, I have a note here, but. After doing a Google Street View, it doesn't matter, but I'll say it anyway. Mm -hmm. So cemeteries are usually closed at night. Uh, at least in Ontario, the the ones around here uh, are fenced in. Yeah. Um. So. Well. Be, yeah. But when I googled the cemetery in the story, they have no fence. So. <laughs> yeah there's so, nothing to stop them from walking into the graveyard yep so so um yeah, yeah so there's <laughs> a moot point <laughs> yeah. um and then my my next thing here is about the monster like the to me uh I feel like we need more description. Like, all we get is one sentence about shadowy movements of a man in a loincloth that could actually be the Jesus statue. Which would uh, be real movie. cool <laughs> if we got more. <laughs> yeah, but as it stands, it could literally just be a shadow um, that moved on the crucifix so it made it look like the illusion of movement um and thus the, the there's nothing actually chasing them <laughs> oh, so, so it was, so like, it was uh, swamp gas <laughs> or or it was a optics situation yes yeah bad optics yeah yeah because it's nighttime right so yeah. it's like did i just see movement i don't know like 
yeah yeah also yeah the way he like yeah because he again like it's it's it is that kind of thing where like he looked back for uh and like and then saw like the 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 form and and in a loincloth and then i assumed continued running so like his in his mind is probably playing tricks on him and thinking that like oh that jesus statue the jesus on the statue moved because i like quickly turned my head and turned back to run <laughs> like ah <clears throat> yeah yeah but it'd be so cool too if it was just actually like a jesus school <laughs> yeah really would yeah yeah so so unfortunately i took this story the super mundane way so yeah. it just didn't have any scariness to me and now i'm starting to, to i'm starting to get uh re- recall all the times that we would hang out mikey like off recording with some of our friends and watch like youtube videos of like scary videos like or like scary creatures caught on video and us just like i'm, I'm starting to remember your skepticism about so many of those <laughs> and like bear in mind i also was pretty skeptical about them but there's definitely some of them where like oh no that i don't know how they're real and you're just like no it's all fake <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and that's the end of my actual thoughts all right uh gamer okay let me see I talked about that. So when I first started reading, it's saying like I'm a student at St. Francis. Yeah. So when I started reading, it was saying like I'm a student at St. Francis Xavier University in Antigonish, uh, Canada, and all that. Um, first off, hell yeah, Canada. But secondly, we just came off a story where we tore apart the story because of its college slash university life <laughs> I, I know yeah so getting into this i'm like oh god am i going to be repeating the same stuff we just talked about <laughs> thankfully but, no it had really nothing to do with uh school so i'm very glad yeah. of that and and honestly even the stuff that it does like lightly give bring up with like college life it's like no that 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 checks out <laughs> yeah like yeah, no. Col- campus life is sometimes boring, it's, it, it, depending on like the, co- the the college town you're in. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I'll move on. With this quote here: "Not long after, we were crossing over the cold pavement with some haste to set foot on the frozen dirt road of the graveyard. There wasn't a gate preventing us from getting in, so as far as we were concerned, it was open season. The sky was cloudy." So the night was fairly bright. Thanks to this, we were able to make out the basic layout of the cemetery from the entrance. Did you miss that? You were able to make out? Yeah. Thanks to this, <laughs> we were able to make out. <laughs> yeah. The basic layout That's the reason they were going there in the first place. Yeah, they're just macking the on each other. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> they're they're actually just, yeah like what we don't what we don't see because we never get a description of of our or nair yeah is that they're actually just goths oh totally they're they're, they're goth college they're kids way into this oh, and yeah. then just shit happened when they were just going in there to have fun <laughs> they're way into this and they're way into themselves yeah <laughs> so, which so makes me question some... how long the uh, 
loincloth man was just kind of watching them before he decided to attack. <laughs> Who knows what the hell they were doing? That, that was an extra level creep. He's like, I like to watch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey. When he yeah. laughed. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that gives whole new meaning to the descendants. Since we were reasonable young adults, I said we should split up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Our just wasn't a great kisser. Yeah, all it was. <laughs> but I shall move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, quick aside. Uh huh. I just got finished editing to uh, <laughs> our uh, our Patreon book review of Twilight New Moon. <laughs> so like, you bringing this up? It's just like. It's got me like on the brain of like pararomant pararomantis thing. Mm. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Uh, what is what is with this connective tissue? Like all these like different happenstances just happen to be happening while we're reading a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So next one. Mm-hmm. Next one's basically just in regards to them uh, splitting up. Um, they agreed to split for twenty minutes to search, even after like. They heard some. They both know that they heard something, and they were freaked out by it. About it, and then they're like, "Yeah, yeah we'll split up." Because splitting up is always a good choice when you're both like scared. Also, <laughs> heard someone laugh from the distance, but we wouldn't have a story otherwise, is what I assume. Yeah, that's well, and also like, <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to like rationalize. Like, w- would I be, do that in my in in this situation? Like, if I was at like with some friends like out in a graveyard, would I like split up, try and find my grandfather's graveyard or my great uncle's graveyard or gravestone? I was like, maybe, maybe not. If you heard something that, okay. Um, Aussie, Aussie, if we heard the point last time we talked about this, when you were, you said you took the dog, you heard something running in the, in the, in the forest, getting closer and closer. If that in the middle of the, the cemetery, would you split up? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fuck, I'd, I'd, I'd probably fear. be. I would probably be encouraging us all to leave. Yeah, like you know what? Let's come back during the day. Let's cut our losses at no deaths. Yeah, exactly. Instead of having one. <laughs> but yes, and my uh, my last note is just in regards to the creature. I like the creature. It raises a lot of questions that go completely unanswered, but in my opinion, in a good way, because like the characters wouldn't have necessarily found out, so we shouldn't have either. Yeah, because like this is a very realistic nope situation. They just get the fuck out of there, and this creature, if 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 it, if it doesn't want to like specifically hunt them and it just wants to survive like an animal would then it wouldn't necessarily chase them all over town for no damn reason when it could easily find something a lot easier to hunt, you know? I, yeah, like, again, like, if we're going off to this is, like, some kind of, like, corpse eater, yeah. like, it's not interested in the living. <laughs> no, it probably just wants them to get the fuck out of there so it won't screw with them. Yeah. So, in that aspect, I like all this because it's... You I, get what I, you should be getting, you know? Yeah, it, it kind of that's part of the charm I think of this story for for at least you and me. I don't know about Mikey; he doesn't seem yeah. like this. <laughs> but <laughs> but like that for me, like that is part of the charm as well. Is like the familiarity of like the setting, but also the um how how this basically feels like this could have been a real account that the that that uh 
that um what's his name red tyrant um red nova tyrant uh like actually had while he was like in that cemetery like with his friend like that could like it, it seems like one of those like again like that could have easily been like just a graveyard like uh, kind of make it mundane it could have been like the uh like they they might they might have like flourished it up for the story but that could have just been like an open grave in the dead of night in january that they found and then like they thought they encountered some kind of humanoid figure that could have just been like the caretaker <laughs> and again like red nova tyrant just decided to like take the take that encounter they had and like creepy pasta it up a little bit so but yeah like the the groundwork there is like it's very rooted in like a uh, it's grounded in a sense of reality mm. I like that, but that yeah. is the end of my notes. Okay. Well, uh, I suppose we move on to final thoughts then. So that, yeah, I, I just said it. I'm, I'm willing to give this partial recommendation because part of it, it, it it's partly because it's, it's a well-described setting and like set up. Uh, and I'm a sucker for these kind of creepy encounters like even if they are this brief and even if they aren't real, like those videos on YouTube and stuff of that, like I don't give a shit. I like to watch those because they have a sense of like creepiness of like somebody in that moment getting fucking creeped out by yeah. something they've supposedly seen. And this basically screams that exact type of like mood. So I'm here for that. Uh, I think the story could have been added on. Uh, or even more, even developed even further, like to have the creature maybe start stalking Nair and R you know, on campus and such. Hell, this could only be, this could be like the first story. And then there could be a follow-up story. Um, perhaps the sequel is called An Even Stranger Occurrence on Campus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously, like, it, for, it, it is a rather short story and it's the nothing not like the characters are not never in real any real danger aside from like getting creeped out by this by, uh, seeing all these bones and stuff of like that and then they but they rightly nope out of the before like harm's way is imminent but honestly like it was a very like kind of familial story that i really warmed up to so uh that's why i'm willing to partially recommend it and it would make great uh it would be great for like a game idea for like a delta green game like the start of uh, of a of a mystery involving uh, a group of investigators looking into uh, ghouls eating corpses in a graveyard. So, but uh, yeah, that's my recommendation. Partial recommendation. Mikey, the East stands for evil. Um. Well, uh, obviously, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> the... You don't say no. <laughs> The supposed creepy parts, like the the bird, <laughs> as I mundify it, uh, and the the creepy Jesus statue, which may or may not have come to life, or whatever. Like it, the problem is we don't get a lot of description of even a monster until that one sentence about that talks about the shadowy movements of the guy in a loincloth. Like, yeah. 
if there was more to that, then like uh, he saw that, and then the the he heard the laughter again, like just something to associate those two things to the monster. Yeah, that it is the monster. Like that would help it to, or at least in my mind, help solidify that yeah. there is in fact a monster. But considering we only get one line, I'm just my mind goes to the super mundane with the just. He didn't notice that there was a Jesus on that crucifix when he entered because it was dark. Yeah, that's fair. Also, I think it, another it was thing running after him, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saw it running after him though. Uh, I don't no, know. He, it, it never. It didn't run after him. It was. It, it nope. got. Uh, no, it, it slinked off the statue and like stood there on the side of the the, the hill. That was it. <laughs> it didn't actually chase them. <laughs> okay, but he saw that it was a silhouette. That he can yeah. say that it looked like a some a man in a loincloth. How do you explain that out? Yeah, that that, that is very peculiar. Like that, that at worst, that is a homeless man. <laughs> or no, at best, that is a homeless man. At worst, that is a homeless crazy man. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or a homeless cannibal man. <laughs> um, I also to kind of help your point, I guess a little bit there, Mikey. You know, another thing that they could have added to like kind of bolster like the clues because they're, I will agree the 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 hints and like kind of the the buildup they do give us is kind of lackluster. There isn't a whole lot there aside from the bones. Look at the bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would have I think would have made it even better is if they had started if they had note if one of them had noticed bare oh god bare human footprints and I mean like shoeless. Human footprints. Man bear, kind of. Fuck right? off! I know exactly. I knew this was exactly going to happen. <laughs> I meant shoeless and sockless human footprints. Yes, yes. All right. All right. So, yeah. Um, basically, uh, I wasn't creeped out by this, so I'm not going to recommend it. That is fair. If you're not creeped out, yeah. All right, and gamer. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I like that it's simple to the point, easy to read, doesn't trip over itself or get bogged down in the weeds by explaining a bunch of unnecessary stuff that's slowing the whole thing down. It describes the setting really well, gives pictures, um, and they're not unrealistic pictures because it's not like we got a picture of the the open grave. We got a picture of the creature. I would actually dislike this if we had those pictures because those are not realistic pictures to take in that situation because yeah it's quote unquote proof or whatever but in that situation you would not be taking yeah he would not be yeah he wouldn't be taking pictures he's worried and concerned like what the fuck's going on he's confused and as soon as like this creature starts moving out he's not gonna be like hang on let me get my picture out check the focus is the flash on okay no he'd be just running not worrying about yeah. getting proof. He's not a. Maybe if he's a reporter or something, he would always have that in the back of his head to take pictures. But he's not. He's just a college kid. Yeah, this isn't the found. Kid. This isn't the found footage film uh, wreck where it's just like, huh, huh, like record everything. God damn it. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Keep recording. God damn it. <laughs> so I give it props for that, even though realistically those pictures aren't here because that's a lot of extra work of. Uh, actors and potentially costumes like, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like 
uh, it would either be like costumes or like a setup or like that had to be a really, really convincing Photoshop. Mm-hmm. It would. But um, overall, the immersion stays up pretty well and tells a story, at least to me. Um, because it's, again, it's all explained really well. They make choices that aren't unrealistic of what people would do. You know, like, okay, they split up. That's kind of weird. But I don't know. I liked it. I didn't really have too many points where I struggled over it. Yes, it could be better, but literally every single story in the entire world could be better. Because um, nothing's perfect except for who is fun. So, plus <laughs> it's Canadian, so that's a bonus point. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll recommend it. Still. Um, you have not swayed me, Mikey. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I think honestly, this one is definitely a case of like, uh, like our opinions, are like, our perspectives are different in this case because, like, I think we, like, personally, I think this is creepy. Like, just this whole setup is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Mikey, on the other hand, like, doesn't get creeped up by this kind of thing, and yeah. like, so like, it's it's definitely a, like a case of like, our listeners are gonna have to like whoever they align up with, like the most, like that's like probably the person they're gonna follow in this For case. Sure. And I totally get why you weren't creeped out by this Mikey, because yeah. I also wouldn't be if I immediately just heard that as a bird. Like yeah, I 100% exactly. mm-hmm. did that, but I took it at face value mm-hmm. of it's saying that it's a dude saying, ha ha. So I'm going to believe that I literally did not even consider the option of a bird until you told me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in hindsight, I'm like, shit, mm-hmm. it probably was just a bird. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially given, especially given like, even like, I, again, like I'm, I'm almost. I feel like, like it's weird that I'm defending this because, like, I do like the story as is. But like, even like for the story, kind of like to the story and to Mikey's credit, like, yeah, that's cl- probably a bird because like they've been th- these two characters have been spooked already prematurely by things that they've already rationalized. Mm-hmm. Like when they were walking up to the graveyard, they thought they saw lights and like moving, but then they realized it's just like a stationary light somewhere in the graveyard probably like at a tombstone, like, cause there are memorial, like, like those little, uh, can- like solar powered candles or something like that, that people put on, st- on st- tombstones and such, or a light beyond the graveyard that, um, as they're moving, it's like, it's being distorted by like the, uh, the things that are blocking its uh, block are like kind of coming in and out of its way. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and they, they bring that up at the beginning of the story and then they hear that. Ha ha. And it's like we we hear that as ha ha, but it was more like is likely more like a like a distorted like ha ha, like a bird or a crow, like almost like or a Mickey Mouse of some kind. And the story is rude. <laughs> no, that's basically creepy. It's like, oh god, it's 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 Mickey Mouse ghoul. <laughs> uh, god. But yeah, um, <laughs> like, yeah, it's definitely just uh, like a, a, it's just a point of perspective. Honestly, at some point, we, I'm almost wondering if we should do an episode about what scares us. Because <laughs> I'm now I'm just kind of curious, like what, what freaks you guys out in stories or in yeah. like, kind of things like, yeah. Makes but that, yeah, that's something for another time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so anybody out there, you, you can you can uh, sound off in the comments uh, where this gets posted, uh, and like if you want to hear an episode about us talk about what scares us in in media, 
Like what gets what gets under our skin when we're when we're when we're consuming media, um, or in real life? Like what freaks us out? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. So recommendations uh, out of three, um, like one one full, one partial, and then one non recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Where does this gets posted? Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. Yeah, can't do anything about it at this point. Yeah, it's practically a Reddit no sleep story entry uh, yeah, like title. It kind of is. <laughs> um, and I'm at my Review. title after it as well as a servitor <laughs> of uh, he <laughs> shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can also leave decisions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky stories. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tiers with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, Thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always and forever, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into that void, that deep, dark void. Or if you didn't write these stories and post them on like a wiki or Reddit, No Sleep or SCP Foundation, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Hands Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well, eh? <laughs>
and with their ha bare hands taking piece like the leg of the deer and start start gnawing chewing on the on the deer and eating it. For real? I am not joking. Um, if you can check it, you can Google like um, two deer women in British Columbia, and they will. It'll, it'll there are several articles about this there are there's actually we have photo evidence of the two women eating the deer like we have a shot of the of the trail cam let me see if i can pull it up are you for, sure it's not like intentionally I, done it sounds so intentional right? i i know but it's it there it's a if it is it, it could be I, i'll fully admit it could be a hoax but it's on multiple news articles there are mar mm -hmm. multiple news reports about it um it's fucked up though if that is real uh, it, now, mind you, like some of this is like the 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 what the 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 main newspaper articles I'm 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 finding on Google is like Thager or uh I guess yeah like Tager or the Thager news. There's the Daily Mail, Mirror, um, uh, Yahoo <laughs> news. <laughs> so like those are the news art the news uh, pages that are coming up. But like it popped up on YouTube, uh, it popped up online uh, this week while I was reading the story, and I I just clicked now it's like wait they are because like they they are naked in that they are like their breasts are are re revealed and they're wearing loincloth like undergar like uh, like uh, like garments which is exactly what we just Ex read <laughs> yeah it's also in canada and it's in canada it's on the other <laughs> it's on the it's on the west coast rather than the east coast oh god that means that they're everywhere then <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and mind you it's it's a deer that they're eating not a dead not a dead human body but I don't think they're there, going to be picky. Yeah, and there's the image that the, the, the from the trail cam, like, yeah, it's yeah. This was this was shot in uh, this 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 footage like they this woman found um in uh what was it? where was it British Columbia? Uh, it should say somewhere on here. <laughs> uh, Powell River, uh, British Columbia, and it's just like the fuck. <laughs> That is really fucked up if that's actually real and not yeah. just staged. Yeah, like I and who yeah, who knows if it is real or if it's like yeah, if it's a hoax. Like it it kind of it it, it screams like a hoax, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. but it's it really like it does. But yeah, like this has been circulating on on various news networks um the last couple of days. So See, I I hate how what the world is these days. Cuz like I'm going to put on that t-shirt saying I want to believe, you know, because I, I do want to be able to believe this stuff. But because of like CG and like Photoshop and all that stuff being as good as it is and as easily accessible to everyone, there's yeah. like there's no wonder anymore, you know, because the first thing you're going to assume is that it's Stop. or Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, unfortunate. it's Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you have to either be. You you have to be like there in that moment, um, or like even because like imagine even being like the person like that finds this on their their trail cam and it's just like your your gut instinct is like what the fuck is this? But the rationale might be that like somebody's fucking fucking around with you. Yeah, and then you're trying. Have, yeah, that's another way to see it. They may have been like walking around. They saw a camera just recording that. So like oh. Let's get in costume and come back and scare the hell out of them. Like maybe it's just that. Yeah. But Ugh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just I had to bring it up because like right off recording, we were like uh, I was I was talking to uh, to my co-host here, 
and I was I brought up this this witches brew the, the, these witches that are were eating this dead deer and I was like wait they match the description <laughs> of the 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 dude from our from our story that we just did get the when recorder was the back story on. released by the way uh this story was the like the um, the episode we did right like the yeah story we just covered yes uh let's find out actually two days ago <laughs> wow <laughs> now uh history this came out january 2020 wow so just a hell of a coincidence yeah what's with this year man there's always Connect- something it's that is year- extremely relevant to every time we do recording yeah it's the year of connective tissues mm-hmm. i i wow i just yeah all right, all right anyway uh we hope you all enjoyed that little that quick something uh, after after audio or after episode um audio but uh i i had to bring it up mm. so they're gonna be watching like the the progress bar and we'll be doing the outro <laughs> it's and so like much longer left. it's like how long is this outro <laughs> yeah all right uh yeah sleep well on all that junk <laughs>